Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. The greatest name in music history. The American Honky Tonk Bar Association. Garth Brooks, our artist of the day. I knew this song, though. You did know this one. Yes, is this okay? Yeah, this is a good song. Yeah. The American Honky Tonk Bar Association, SIPC, and FIDRA approved. Is there a parenthesis on this song? Or no? Here it is. All right, Garth Brooks, artist of the day. FDIC. All right, let's uh, let's go to our guest line, bring on our first guest today. Just back from Miami, assistant coach Alan Griffin uh, joining us on the show. And, you know, Griff, uh, you know, we've been talking about it for the last 45 minutes. You, you guys, uh, you, you outplayed them yesterday. You just couldn't quite close them out last night. What, what did the game come down to in your mind as you look back on it now? I think, um, you know, some of our turnovers were, were at critical points of the game. Uh, which sometimes you can overcome. Uh, they hit some big shots, and then, you know, uh, when you look at it down the stretch, uh, a lot of the baskets were off of offensive rebounds, uh, which you can't hurt yourself on the road, and uh, you got to secure those balls, and we got to rebound. That's the key to our season. If we don't rebound, we don't win no games, you know? Um, and, um, and unfortunately, uh, that wasn't what happened. All right, so uh, Jesse Edwards uh, played great. You know, 25 points, 11 rebounds. And, and even with that, I mean, that was a career high for him. You know, we felt like it could have, you know, he could have scored 33 last night. You know, he missed a couple of close ones again around the basket. Um, I guess, how would you assess, uh, you know, Jesse's performance overall last night? Again, hard to argue with 25 and 11. Yeah, definitely. They were physical with Jesse. Um, obviously, he had the height advantage. Uh, but. You know, they did a good job of pushing him out uh, at some points and, uh, you know, started the second half of the, uh, you know, the second part of the first half on to the second half is where Jesse started to realize that if he rolled to the front of the rim, uh, and, and I thought Judah did a great job of finding him. I thought Joe did a good job of finding him, you know, uh, at times in, at, in the room at, at the paint. All he had to do was just take the ball out strong because, again, he had that height advantage, um, and he, I think he took advantage of that. But, um, you know, I, I, I'll give Jesse a, a B uh, if we had to grade it because, um, you know, down the stretch, some of those rebounds that he usually get uh, actually coming back in, he didn't get. And, uh, and not to say it cost us the game, but it was a big part of why we couldn't close the game yesterday. So I'll give him a B. All right, you you look at you know the way the season has gone to date, and and I know there are no moral victories, Griff, but it it seems like even with last night's game, like you guys seem to be playing better. So I guess can you kind of take us inside the locker room? How how is the the psyche of the team right now, coming off a tough loss like that, when you balance it with you know on face value, like from the outside looking in, for me and Paulie, we're watching you guys play. We're like, all right, there's this team seems like it's starting to figure itself out. Can you kind of bring us up to date on where things stand with this team inside the locker room right now? Yeah, you know. Um, you know, coach is not in the Hall of Fame for nothing. And, uh, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, uh, some people thought he was critical and, and tough on some of the guys in terms of uh, what is needed from them uh, for this team to have success. And, and, you know, it's evident, you know, and he's been preaching, de- uh, you know, rebounding all year. Uh, and, and obviously, you know, it, it, 
it hurt us yesterday. Uh, and, and against the bigger, the, the, the best teams in our league, if we don't rebound, we don't win. But overall, you know, coach has done a great job with the guys knowing that, you know, these guys are young. Even Benny Williams. Benny Williams is a freshman, pretty much. I mean, he's a sophomore, but, you know, he, he didn't get that much time last year. And, you know, he's, he's being, you know, coached uh, in, in terms of not to his talent, but to what the team needs, but also to to him playing as hard as he can. And, and that's not to be critical of Benny, but that's just a, an example of that's what, you know, coach has been hopping on all year. Um, and, and then, you know, from the last three games up to today, you know, Malik Brown has given us a great contribution. Uh, last night it wasn't really the contribution that he's given us the last three games. Um, and that's not, again, not to hop on Malik. These are just certain uh, individual uh, examples of uh, of our team and, and the growth, uh, you know, because you know Benny did do well offensively. Yeah, I think he went ten and five, uh, which was was good, but you know, not great, but good. Um, I, I think uh, everybody's a little critical of Judah right now, uh, rightfully so. I think Judah's very hard on himself in terms of his game, but uh, you know, we're not where we are in the season and showing that growth without Judaman. So um, it's just one of those things when you got the youth uh, that this team has, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a roller coaster. but uh, we are trending in the right way. Um, uh, again, uh, you know, Joe and stretches played great. Uh, we played off Joe. We fed off Joe in the game. Um, you know, uh, Judah did some great things today. You know, he just had a bad two or three minute stretch where, you know, he couldn't do anything right. You know, some of the shots that he took, he normally makes, he didn't make. So, um, again, yes, we are showing growth. I think defensively, uh, we got stops. It just what we did finish the possession by rebounding. And, and and that shows the, you know, the growth in terms of our base defense. But again, you got to do both in order to win on the road against a top 20 team in the ACC. You bring up uh, the play of Judah Mintz last night. And, and I was saying earlier that I, it, to me, it felt like he was pressing a little bit, right? That, you know, it, it, he's been so steady and he's been really good by and large this season. It, it felt like to me anyway that a few things you know went against him and he was like I got to get it back I got you know I, I got to make a play I got to make a play and then you know by doing that it, it ended up kind of compounding things do you kind of agree with that assessment did it, it seemed to you like he was pressing a little bit last night you know what I thought he was doing what he normally does it just they did a good job of staying in front of him and some of the shots that he missed those are the shots that he made throughout the year like the Notre Dame game he you know, he was on one on two and he made a big in one uh, to help us during our comeback. You know, uh, the step through layup that he usually hits, you know, he fell short. He almost shot two air balls at the free throw line. But, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where it's just one of those games for him. You know, I don't I don't think that he was pressing that much, maybe a play or two where he kind of. You know, it looked like he ran into uh, you know the whole Miami team, but you know that's just him, though. You know, that's you, you can't take away that aggression because if you take away that aggression, uh, then you don't get the judiments that we know, and that's helped us win basketball games this year. So it happens. You know, it, it, and, you know, you just gotta kind of get ready for uh, a very good Georgia Tech team uh, uh, this Saturday, and and then you know put this one behind us. All right, last one on, on last night's game, and then I, I will ask you about Georgia Tech. But in regards to that 
you know, I'll call it the last possession, even though there was some some free throws after that. But you know, you're down 78-76. You get the ball back with 24 seconds to go. Uh, you know, Jim Bayam talked about a little bit last night that the plan was to try to get you know Joe a touch and, and Joe an open look at the top of the key. It wasn't there. What so what what happens on that play? If you can kind of share that with us, what's the second look? You know, Joe's not available. Is it you know Judah make a play? Is it look for Jesse? Is it um, you know what what happens when Joe's not open on that play? Yeah, you know, it's like a quarterback. You go to your know, option one, uh, you know, that which is with Joe, and uh, they did a good job of chasing Joe off the screen, and they were tight on him, so we couldn't get Joe the ball. Uh, then your, your your option two is is you know you got a scrambling quarterback, you got to make something happen, and I just thought that Judah tried to uh, make something happen, uh, and uh, it just wasn't there. Uh, again, you got to give Miami credit because um, they. You know, they kept a body that was guarding Judah, but also, too, they had a guy standing there waiting for him. And, and you know, in Judah's growth, he has to be, you know, the, the Tom Brady. You got to go option one, option two, maybe option three. And, you know, you probably, if that guy steps up that hard, you might have a little dump pass to Jesse. You know, that's, that's hindsight now, obviously, after the game. But I, I think, you know, Judah's shown a lot of growth. Uh, our team has shown a lot of growth, and it's just one of those things where, um, you know, Miami made more plays down the stretch than we did to to win. All right, so looking ahead now, uh, as you mentioned, uh, at uh, Georgia Tech on Saturday, a, a team that you know right now is is five hundred, but as as we've seen, you know, all season long, anybody in this conference can beat anybody else. So, what what can you tell us about uh, this Georgia Tech team as as you get ready to go back on the road on Saturday? Another athletic team. Uh, you know they got athleticism, they got size a little bit, but more so they. I think they're a little undersized too around the basket. Um, good guard play, and you know the one thing they're gonna, you know, well coached, and they're gonna come in, and you just don't know what they're gonna do. Some games they play man to man, some games they play all zone. So you know we just got to be prepared for both defenses, uh, and and you know the the, the most important part is the shaking off. Last night's game, we can't let last night's game beat us Saturday. Yeah, I mean, well said. Uh, that's a, that's a great point, and you know, this is a, a Georgia Tech team that that has beaten Miami, right? I mean, they they beat yeah. Miami. It was a it was a home game for them. They play you know better in their home gym. Most teams do, uh, but this yeah. will be a challenge come Saturday against Georgia Tech, and then a a great opportunity again a week from today against North Carolina here inside the dome. But uh, but first things first, you got the Yellow Jackets uh, coming up this weekend. Griff, as always, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much for uh, for coming on. We'll uh, do it again next week. Uh, definitely. Looking forward to it. All right. SU assistant coach Alan Griffin. And with that, we'll uh, hit the top of the hour. Phone lines back open until 1.30. Uh, we've got John Schmelk coming your way at 1.30. 315-437-7644. You know what's crazy, Steve? Is like we said it going into Louisville. Teams like that win in conference every once in a while. Problem is Syracuse can't afford to lose to Georgia no. Tech. No, 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 no. Did, did, definitely can't. Did that may be an insurmountable thing like i mean that that they, notre they, dame game was trending like that on yeah, saturday the bubble is like so far away and it would just might put it out of sight yeah uh, and we, we haven't even talked about the notre dame game because obviously there was a game last night but uh but notre dame was trending in that that direction and then they you know made they made the plays down the stretch against the irish they didn't do it last night in a in a key spot on the road at miami but you know griff said it well you you can't let miami beat you twice you can't let them you know win that game last night Guys. and then force you to to give one back against Georgia Tech. Another thing, uh, this came up last night. 
Coach Beheim, it came up in the chat. Why did Coach say this was a tournament team? He has to say yes. It's a tournament team. There's not potentially and there's not no as an option. He has to say yes. He's Syrac he's the coach at Syracuse. He's not the coach at Bryant. You know, he's got to say yes. It's a tournament team. You go into a game where the coach says no, we're not a tournament team. <laughs> and then this one just coming up. According every team according to the coaches are the best team ever, even if the team is obvious garbage. Guys, they can't say on the radio that a team is obviously bad. They can't. I mean, if you don't know that or get that, you have to say this team is good. And they can beat us, and they can. Thank you. I was I was waiting for the thank you. I, 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 that's how I know you're done when you say thank, thank you. you. Okay. All right. We'll hit a timeout here. Phone lines are still open if you want to check in could and talk huge basketball. If a coach went on a radio show and said, yeah, these guys don't stand a chance against us. They're garbage. Yeah, Jeff Saturday did that uh, like three days before he became the head coach of the Colts. He talked <laughs> about the Raiders. doesn't go over very well. That's how he was talking about the Raiders. And then he had a coach against them like three days later. Yeah, you generally don't don't hear hear there or see that. There's a reason for that, right? It's, yeah, it's being professional. What do you think about the block shot on Joe as the time expired? What one are you talking about? At the at the very end of the game, that was a foul. Well, not not even that it was a foul, but just so the, why did you just, block it? Yeah, the act of yeah, spiking I think was, the shot, and then, I think it was instinctive. Like I, I feel guess. like you know what it's like, Steve. If you're an athlete and know. you're in a situation and the shot's there, you're gonna block it. I guess I, I, it just it kicked in. It's I didn't like, think that was great sportsmanship, but it may not have been. But I feel like it was just instincts. Yeah, like maybe. if I was there, I would have blocked his ass. I spiked it right down on his neck. Just because that's what I do. I thought it was. I thought it was a bit aggressive. It was, but it, I feel like I feel like that. Just I. I don't think the player knew exactly how much time was on it on the clock, and like Joe didn't necessarily need to take the shot either because you, you're not gonna. I know, but that's that's what you do, but right? Yes, you let no, the guy I, go. He gets the layup. Horn but I sounds. You yeah, shake hands. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. All right. I'm not gonna give the guy grief because I know what it's. It like. just occurred to me as we were talking. I know what it's like being a shot blocker. <laughs> I bet you do. All right, hour number two next on ESPN Radio.